This is No Starving Artist Podcast. You deserve a successful creative life. I'm Anissa Benitez, a marketing expert at top companies and creative journeyer. I'm here to support your creative wellness, financially, mentally, and spiritually. Share with me your questions and I'll share perspective. Hello, creative people, and welcome back to the podcast, or welcome to it. Today's episode is a happy anniversary for No Starving Artist. On March 1st of 2020, the first episode of No Starving Artist podcast came out, and this episode is to recognize that, but mainly is to talk about doing year-end reviews, especially when your year is not at the end. I think it's valuable for us to see what an entire year of work towards a single project looks like. So reviewing our creative progress, but also setting a clear intention while tracking your goals, creative growth, progress on a daily or weekly cadence might be too often because you're not actually able to move forward as much as you'd like maybe you just see that you're backstepping a lot during that time you don't have that greater perspective and ear check-in might be more valuable you can find a lot of value in that year because of that bit more of a bird's eye view so I like the year mark especially when I'm feeling some levels of uncertainty creep up I say okay let's postpone evaluating and questioning what we're doing so much just work on the creation and let things be and then at that year mark come back to it and if you've reached a benchmark of doing anything of working towards any goal of creating on a regular be it a daily or weekly basis towards something that you're proud of then uh, that's an amazing accomplishment there's possibly a lot to examine, a lot in regards to, is this something that you want to sustain doing? Is there areas in which this could be improved? Are there investments that would support growing exponentially or growing more? Pros, cons, future plans, and it really all depends on your intention. So setting an intention is really valuable, and we'll get into this in more depth shortly. Our agenda for today's episode is first how this topic became relevant to me obviously spoiled that with the one year anniversary mention to how to do and conduct a creative year-end review more like to a business but not so much because this is us on our creative journey and you know I'm a spiritual junkie so and then last but not least will be a bit of a culture wreck If you've been enjoying this podcast and getting value from it, your support through donation is hugely appreciated. I love writing and researching and recording this podcast, promoting it for the last year, but it's no small lift, and I would love to get support in the future. Onboard people, and your contribution makes that a possibility. Your Financial donation is appreciated at anchor.fm backslash no starving artist backslash support. If you cannot make a financial contribution, that is totally fine. If you can help share this podcast with others so that they can find it, that would be huge 
please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, and that's about it. Let's get into it. I started listening to the first episode of No Starving Artist podcast that I recorded last year this time. The title being When to Claim the Artist title. Do you consider yourself a creative? Do you think that you're not that creative? We all have the power to unleash our creativity. And uh, yeah, that's a little bit of the synopsis. And it's an episode that goes into when and why not why you have not likely claimed the artist title and there's a lot to do with socialization and conditioning um creativity is power knowing that you have the ability to create then puts a lot of power in your hands um yeah so it's a beautiful thing I'm so glad that that was the first episode and looking back and I think that my intention was really clear in starting this podcast that's what it affirms to me as I'm listening to it it was deeply about supporting your creative slash spiritual journey in that sense. And then it started to move in a different direction. This podcast, after getting some feedback from people close to me, they're like, well, it sounds like you don't want to answer anyone's questions. Like, that's kind of a turnoff. And I was like, well, I just want people to maybe ask questions of themselves and do reflection because I'm not trying to be anyone's guru. And I think that the most powerful people will come to realize that they already had the answers. and But I didn't feel so strongly in that. And so I think, yeah, going through this period of like, oh, yeah, maybe I should be more Q&A format. Maybe I should play around with maybe introducing more marketing expertise and sharing that since that was such a big piece of my career. Maybe I should be sharing over those learnings and lessons. Then in future episodes, I got a little bit more specific and I saw that those marketing <laughs> growth marketing episodes didn't perform very well relative to some others what I got the most positive feedback on and I still do is this episode that was around May of 2020 which is the value of jealousy envy and longing and that's all on our darker emotions and what we consider unsavory emotions things we don't really want to tune into but how much powerful information lies behind them Um, and so, yeah, it just, it's been interesting to evaluate the evolution of this podcast, what's actually resonated, what I've gotten feedback on, oh, you should do more of, you shouldn't do less of, et cetera, what directions I've played around with. One of my favorite episodes was definitely on balancing your maker and your manager schedules, figuring out how to make a lot of room for playtime, and then also manage the administrative side of yourself and your creative process so that you can have that playtime ultimately grit and flow celebrating small wins there's been a lot in this year that I've done even a guided meditation it's been honestly all over the place and that's the way that I like to work I really find a lot of excitement from being, I believe, a manifesting generator. If you've done the user design tests, you can understand what I think you're just like projector, generator, manifesting generator. There's all of these ones, and I'm basically the one who like 
likes to produce a ton of randomness all the time and keep things fun. And what I benefit from in my life, which I don't have a ton of, is somebody who is into a little bit more refinement. (laughs) Refine, do a better job of what you're good at is a little closer to what I know the intention for me needs to be going into this new year with No Starving Artist podcast. Do a better job of what I'm good at and what's serving people. Because though I love jumping all over the place, it is fun for me. There's still room for play within a a little bit more of a contained box. And I think it could support the podcast in ways that I don't even, I'm not able to see at this current moment. So that's the value of doing year-end reviews, um, getting clear on your intention, right? If my intention was actually monetization, then I wouldn't be moving so much in that direction. Maybe I'd move towards what is going to be my niche that's most marketable and that makes me rank higher in Apple Podcasts or rank higher makes me more marketable to media companies to get more press or something along those lines or to bring on guests in the future, so I can expand the reach. So your intention isn't j- just a strategy. It's actually like what's going to be fulfilling to you and what's going to support your larger missions. And so that's how this topic became relevant to me because I know I like to jump all over the place. And so I allow myself that kind of playtime. And then at the year mark, I'm like, let's look back on what we've done. Reel it in. Is this going well? What's not going well? XYZ and a structure to approach this in is what segment two will be about because a good way to approach this is to approach it like a business approach your creativity like it is a business because I find because the structure is just provided (laughs) that's the most honest reason is because the structure is provided a lot of the creative journey is so unstructured a lot of your creative process and sense of where things are going is just so all over the place and since there is a little bit more rigidity in the business world why not adopt some of those techniques and you know take what works for you and leave the rest so before I move into the next segment just want to mention that next week there will not be a No Starving Artist podcast episode because I am holding this time to do my own creative year and review. Live your values, you know? All right, let's get into it. As some of you know, I founded More By Her, a platform to dismantle the starving artist stigma. Each week, we share a new story of creative women shaping culture on Wednesdays, Wisdom Drop Wednesdays, for those who identify as women, non-binary, she, her, they, them, thriving artists who are willing to give transparency on their creative journey and how they do it. Follow us at morebyher.com or on Instagram at more underscore by underscore her. So in this segment, I am using a culture resource, aka an article from Inc.com. The article is by Marla Tabaka, and it's called Here's Your Guide to a Smart Year-End Business Review. Successful entrepreneurs do frequent reviews on their metrics, culture, wins, and shortcomings. 
this guide will make it easy for you. So I've planned to share more on this specifically because I do find that the way businesses are analyzed can be helpful and what you can do is add your own play and uh, creative switch up to make it suit your creative goals, ambitions, needs. So in this article, it starts off saying that entrepreneurs are more likely to plan towards the future um, because, and I think entrepreneurs and artists are quite similar in this sense, rather than evaluate the past because it's so fun to dream. It's so fun to imagine what's next. That's where the joy, the optimism comes from. But if there are opportunities for improvement, how will you know, right? So you might have some areas that need some fixing and you won't even realize that they're broken if you're so future-oriented. Also, there's so many things to celebrate that you might have won. Um, we're, you know, looking back on the podcast episode, we're listening back to the podcast episode, Celebrate the Small Wins. This is so valuable at that year-end mark. It's like a really great time to look at all of the smaller achievements that you make that went into the big picture of actually reaching the year mark. If you do not conduct a year-end review, you'll likely just continue the year with the same troubles, issues, processes, and not a clear intention with what you want to get out of. So there's eight steps in a year-end review. And the first step is the most important. If nothing else, just lean into this one. So the first step in doing your year-end review is to set your intention. Understand what exactly you want to result from performing this evaluation of your creative progress and what you want to move towards. By separating yourself from your day-to-day and really extracting yourself from the routine or the flow of what you've been doing, you're able to hold this time to have a bird's eye view. It's wise to disconnect yourself emotionally when approaching this process so that you're not too attached. You're more curious rather than critical and you're less likely to devolve into fear. Setting this intention is a time to celebrate and identify as opportunities for improvement or to pivot. Go into the process with a positive mindset and look forward to understanding the results no matter which way they go. Understanding your intention is really powerful um, and it's a great first step because it can shift you in so many directions, right? So my example is if I was focused on monetization for this podcast, my intention of monetizing this podcast would shift all of my decision-making and strategy in a different direction, right? It'd be focused on growth. It'd be focused on maybe guests for that reason, bringing on guests. It'd be focused on finding that niche. It's focused on virality, how to reach virality, et cetera, versus if my intention is to be of deeper service in the areas that I've been most serving people, right? Because that might be a completely different direction. If it's something that's really private to you and it's not something that you're sharing externally, it's like 
my intention for this is to maybe sustain a regular practice of doing XYZ creative. You know, maybe it's photography. It's like I want to, my intention is to continue improving my quality of photography over the course of this next year. And you just hold time more regularly for yourself to then go out and shoot. And so you're shooting on a regular basis and maybe you're not sharing any of your photography on Instagram or to anybody publicly. But you know for yourself that because you set that intention that you want to continue to move in that direction. So that's number one, set your intentions. Number two, make a list of questions. Being intentional about your process sparks creativity and it definitely sparks realizations of new opportunities that you might have overlooked in the past. Under questions like, what are my achievements? How do they impact my growth? What did I learn from the last year? How did it support my growth? What are my biggest disappointments? What strategy could I implement to address some of those disappointments? Were there any unexpected expenditures? Expenditures, excuse me. And how do I better plan for the next year? Are there areas creatively? And I always come back to the investment because you can't expect a lot of growth without investing. And sometimes that investment is monetary and sometimes it's just time. Sometimes it's investing in relationships that are near us, building our network. How can you better invest in your creative work this year? Always one. The other day I bought a macro lens for my camera and I was very hesitant to because the macro lens itself is more expensive than the camera body. Oh, but it's worth it. The photos are so crisp and though I deprioritized investing in any photography stuff, I was like, oh, no, I've gotten enough paid like paid social media things for Instagram that it's worth me having at least one good lens now and I'll build from this and continue to expand but it's like no Anissa you need to make the investment if you want to work with bigger brands and you thoroughly enjoy it which I have been it's okay even if it's not acting which is my number one priority it is something that I do enjoy and it is also a way that I'm able to make money so the investment is worthwhile so number two was make a list of questions around that intention and around the review of your last year things that would support you number three make a schedule a proper year in review is not done in one afternoon dive into your business your values your goals your creative output your network just do that thorough investigation. Keeping the pace is important, so schedule time slots maybe once a day or for a particular week when you can actually kind of, you know, investigate this. Don't shortchange yourself um, or your, yeah, don't shortchange yourself. This deserves your time and attention. Number four, recognize and celebrate the good stuff. Celebrate the small wins. We have a podcast episode exactly on this, but I'm constantly 
in conversations with other creative people around how they don't feel that they have made progress and that is never true it's always that our perspective around what we want is just so overpowering that we have not completely taken pleasure in what we have accomplished or what we do have the abundance around us etc so make sure that you hold time to help reset the mind and get down to what you are considering success my definition of success has totally shifted and I'm so grateful for this year to have released a lot of the fixation on want of external power and instead leaned into our internal power, right? Because the beautiful thing is when we feel more internally powerful, we attract better opportunities and we move more towards external power with ease. So take the time, know what you are proud of, what you did well, even if it wasn't externally validated, what is something that you have accomplished this year creatively that you are wanting to acknowledge and hopefully you can just sit with that relish in it maybe number five yeah that sounds about right identify your metrics so what's actually gonna prove to you that you're progressing is it I was looking at a lot of acting stuff and they're like how many gigs did I you know how many acting auditions did I do in the year how many did I book how many did I get callbacks for I'm considering doing some of that for my acting journey, a little bit of me, like, just like, nah, that sounds not great. But maybe for you, it's supportive. Maybe it's valuable to be like, I took 20 minutes every single morning to dance. I took 15 minutes to paint. I took an hour each weekend to do some shooting. Fill in the blank. Identify what your metrics are. What defines good performance? You know, how many cold calls you did, emails that you sent to expand your network, how your websites, Google Analytics are tracking. If you have a website that hosts your portfolio, excuse me, if you have a website that hosts your portfolio or work, new growth, any downloads on your podcast, any new subscribers, etc. What contributes to you feeling that you are progressing, what tools, resources could you add to your metrics board? Next, review your goals. Identify which goals are worth keeping, which ones can be eliminated. Reprioritization. If you had done any year-end or like monthly evaluation of how you're progressing, Maybe it's time to review what some of those goals were behind them, if they actually align with your new intention in the short term and long term now. Number seven, review your values and the culture or vibe you want to align yourself with. It's important to do this because if you don't have intentionality behind what you're creating, then you're not building in a direction that will ultimately feel fulfilling for you so maintaining that sense of purpose means that you have to continue to realign with your values even if your intention starts to veer towards making money 
Um, there's still a need to ultimately align with your values. If not, you will find yourself in a repeated cycle of questioning. Why? Why am I doing what I'm doing? What do you want to cultivate? What opportunities were missed? What were times maybe when you felt you were really in a gray area, when you questioned yourself a lot? How can you make sure that this year you're not having so much self-doubt? What are your values really explicitly writing them down and seeing if all of your goals are actually tying back to that can help? Because the ultimate aim is just to be more intentional. Last but not least is once you've completed your complete year review, you've done the planning, then it's time to schedule maybe a monthly or quarterly mini reviews. This can be in the form of document. This might be the form of accountability meetings with other people to review where you have been. Figure out what works well for you, but make sure that you're continuing to align back to your ultimate intention, which was number one. So again, these were to one, actually set your intention. This is the first and most important and informs our next segment, our culture rec. Two, make a list of questions that are going to help you review how the last year went. Three, make a schedule so that you can actually have a better understanding of your year end, actually holding that time. Recognize for the, and celebrate the wins and the good stuff. Celebrate the small wins. Five, identify your metrics. Six, review your goals from last year. Seven, reevaluate your values. Really write them down. And eight, follow up. So this is future-oriented. In six months, come back to this. In one month, come back to this. Make sure that you're continuing to align towards your intention. And with that, let's get into our culture rec. In conducting our year-end review, our intention is so important. Because in the words of Gary Zukov, you create your reality with your intentions. Gary Zukov is an author that I've mentioned before in relation to, to the book Spiritual Partnership. And I'm currently reading his book, Seed of the Soul, which is incredible. And the foreword is, includes Maya Angelou. She's speaking to how this book was revelatory for her as well. So I highly recommend it. It's focused on building authentic power and, yeah, tuning into your consciousness. And when you change your intention, you change your consciousness. And so I think all of this exploration of what is my intention, how does it support my business, how does it support my creative progression, my goals, etc., comes back to what do you want to do with this one beautiful, precious life that you have right now. What is your intention? So no pressure, but you know, why not? When you stretch yourself beyond your limited perspectives around your frightened parts of your personality, be that jealousy, anger, frustration, all of that is rooted in fear. So not moving in that direction is moving towards love. 
It's a courageous act to continue to move with intention through the world. And you're strong enough to do that. I hope you hold the time to pat yourself on the back, uh, evaluate your creative goals, etc. I hope that this podcast episode and this podcast over the entire last year has been of value to you. I appreciate you for listening. Yeah, I'm so grateful to be available on my creative journey as it's been a slower creative journey of worries about the future given the demands of acting and really immersing yourself into a character, etc. But cross that bridge as we get to it. For now, I'm grateful to be along this creative journey with you. If you've appreciated this podcast, please tell a friend, share it on social media, leave your review at Apple Podcasts. You can find me at Anissa Benitez on Instagram or on TikTok. Follow the wisdom of many thriving creative women and non-binary people at morebyher.com. You are no starving artist. I'm grateful to be learning and growing with you. I appreciate you.